Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. It is quite an atmosphere of your presence, Lord. Indeed, prophetic in revelation and in understanding of the apostles of God. That, Lord, your word may unfold so many things that we know not, yet may display the glory of God in every other way. Lord, there are things that you have kept secret since the foundation of the earth. But even now, through the church and through the revelation, through the Holy Spirit, in the name and by Jesus Christ, your living Son, you have given insight and foresight in the day of now and the day of tomorrow. Lest we should fear beyond measure and unnecessary. For Christ remains in control, the hope of glory. In Him we live and move and have our being. We give you glory. Give God a praise offering, everybody. Amen. Amen. Thank you all. You may take your seats. It's good to see you here. And um, it's like still getting ready and, and uh, feeling a little bit of, you know, we've been away and uh, it's only the second week that we're back. But so many things are racing through my head as I look at the Bible and I think what I've got in my prayer life and through time with God is the concept that, okay, let me put it this way, from the day of Pentecost to the day of Patmos and the Revelation, to the outflow of that revelation into the perfect age. Pentecost, Patmos, perfect age, it runs through. And we are in that road between Pentecost and Patmos. Patmos, of course, is an island in the Grecian Aegean Sea, where, in fact, that sea is the Aegean Sea. It means the goat sea, like a goat. And very much so from Daniel chapter number 8, that you see the goat, the ram and the he-goat, and uh, the, the conquest of Alexander the Great. So Pentecost to Patmos. Patmos, the book of Revelation, and the glance in what comes at the end of time. So in this journey, I have seen many things through my studies and through the revelation of the Word of God. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. The biggest frustration is you've got so much to share and you have no one in the week really to share this with because of the fact that I see the church in limited time. But these cities and these missionary journeys of the Apostle Paul, as well as Peter, and uh, all the others that went out there into the field, each and every one of them spreading the good news to all the world, the, the, the unfolding thereof changed civilization forever. Now, none will have an, a, a, like an excuse at the end of the age. When Christ shall come, and we shall all bow down and acknowledge him as king, as lord of our lives, as our savior, as our personal savior, as our lord and God. To the glory of God the Father, we shall bow our knees and worship him. Give the king a praise offering tonight. 
Amen. Now in this, there are beautiful stories that unfold and the revelation with it. I was on the story of Acts 16 where I spoke about Paul and Silas on the island, or actually not the island, but on the, on the continent of Europe now, as they now head westward all the way to Rome and then beyond Rome, the gospel goes even up into the British Isles. You see, you see that actually unfolding on successive maps of the spreading of Christianity, the impact of this particular man, the great apostle Paul, as they called him. And he had this meeting with Christ. Now, one thing I have seen of him, I didn't mention it ever so slightly and still do, where it was like he's meeting on the, on the, on the road of Damascus and suddenly he started preaching. The moment he could see, he was filled with the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands of Ananias in the street called Straight. Then from that moment that he could see and he got filled with the Holy Spirit and he was on the spot baptized, when that had taken place, he was ready to go and he immediately started preaching that Jesus is the Christ. Not was, but is and forever will be the Christ, the anointed Savior of the world. So, we find that Paul and Silas are captured, as we gave you last week, in a place which is called Philippi. And then, as they're being tortured, even in the midnight hour, I have these words, but at midnight, I'm picking up the story from there, but at midnight, Paul and Silas were one praying, two singing hymns to God. So that singing hymns to God is really something which is more than just that. It is songs of praise or celebrating or worship, celebrating in worship through and with hymns or hymnos. So this word hymn could include in its construct here, if I look at this uh, Greek, I look at the word um, where is it? Homnio, and then as it is in the in the Greek text, is homnion. I'm reading the the Greek straight here, as I see it here, and uh, that consisted of praise and worship, is is in this this kind of music that they made. Now, I don't want to run ahead of myself, but. Mm, you know, it's like, okay, let's do just that and then I'll get back to that. Um, when you look at the New Testament and we know about King David and all the music, we know how David, through the tabernacle of David, restored music to the world of godly people, Israel and thereafter all the time. When these people were in prison, they prayed and they sang the hymnos, which is the hymns, which is, is mostly used for praise, but it's praise and worship. It's the two together. The, the point that I'd like to make is that I do not see them doing it with music instruments. Listen very carefully. Go study the Bible. And you will find out these men sang together 
or whoever were would sing that song together. In fact, it's quite clear that you don't see what we've got today. If we, you know, put on the platform this band and all the stuff that they produce, um, I wonder, I was thinking tonight when I listened to that sound so majestic, what would Paul the Apostle say about it? This kind of music. All the electronics and everything else, they never had it. They never had crowds that came together and these huge stadiums filled with people singing gospel songs and clapping hands, lots of people there. They never had that. These were simple immensely powerful men that would shake the world. But they had no music. Not like we knew. They sang it. And they sang it to the glory of God. As Paul says, 1 Corinthians 14, 14 and 15 says, I will sing with the Spirit, I will also sing with the understanding. Actually in verse 14 says, If I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays, but my mind remain unfruitful. How be it then, brethren, 15. He says, I will sing with the Spirit, I will also sing with the understanding. In other words, sing in tongues. I'll even give thanks with the Spirit. In other words, pray in tongues over food or things that you do. You give thanks to God by speaking in tongues. So, Worship in spirit and in truth became a reality here, but they never had music as we had music or now have it. I wonder what King David would say. I wonder what he'd choose. You, you know what I think he'll choose? He'll go back to the instruments. Why would he go back to the instruments of his day? Because in Israel, if you study manners and customs in Israel, you'll find out that Everything was anointed in and around the tabernacle. Nothing used if it wasn't anointed. Even if they go to war, the shields were anointed. When they go in their battle dress, God was with them and they would anoint everything. So you read in the Bible words like, anoint the shields. These trumpets prescribed by God, you play that stuff and they go to war and they win the battle. When David played, he brought the presence of God to such a measure of the prophetic that people don't understand exactly what now happened there. Um, so if I look, just for the sake of interest, and um, here we see Matthew 26, 30. The Lord Jesus now. You know, I've just this afternoon just quickly lined these because they're like strings that run through my head. And I just put them in a line here, in a row, and I'll just choose from them. But Matthew 26, 30, it says, Now this Jesus, at the time of the last Passover, when they'd sung a hymn. Now we know what that is now. It could be a praise and worship song. Praise and or worship. They're worshiping God through it. They went out to the Mount of the Olivets. That's after the Last Supper. Now he was going to pray the Lord Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. It was like that. Then looking further, we see Mark 14, 26. Again, the same words. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of the Olives. Now, it's interesting in Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 11. If I just look at these verses, I call them up so that I don't have to go with the pages like that. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified 
are all of one, for which reason he, Christ the Lord, is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. This is now Jesus. Jesus, our Lord. I will declare your name to my, capital, because it's the Son of God, yeah, to my brethren, listen, in the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you, to God the Father, the Lord Jesus. So, having said that, I began to realize that it, it is a matter of, of getting in the Spirit. Those apostles, when the Holy Spirit fell on the day of Pentecost, they sang in the Spirit, yes. It is recorded that they sang in the Spirit and they even prophesied. And you see that Acts chapter number 10. You see that Acts chapter number 2, 38, well, 2 from 17 through 38. You see that over and over again, how they ministered unto the Lord, Acts chapter 13. You see just what happened there. But they were singing together. You know what I'm saying? They were singing together. They were just singing together. Acts chapter 13. They sang. They ministered. That word ministering unto the Lord refers to them ministering to God through praise, through worship. Then suddenly the Holy Spirit said, separate unto me Saul and Barnabas for the work whereunto I have sent them. I've ordained for them. So how cold is it if I said, for example, follow me now if you can. Alleluia. Close your eyes, lift your hands. Alleluia. Let me hear you now. Let me hear you. Alleluia. For a moment, stand, raise your hands. All right, there we are. Alleluia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, now. Thank you, Jesus. Listen to the choir. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Now feel it in your heart. Sing it to the Lord. Lord, I love that's right, sing it to God Almighty in the name of Jesus. Lord, I love you. Yes, Lord. Hear the church tonight. Lord, I love you. That's good, that's good. Lord. 
Let's go with this one. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the Sing it one more time. Oh, the blood in the presence of the Lord. Raise your hands to the living God and sing it to Him that He is worthy. Sing to the Lord in the Spirit. Now minister unto the Lord. And give Him glory, give Him worship, give Him honor. Sing in the Spirit or with your understanding. Do it right now in Jesus' name. Oh, we give you glory, Lord. We minister unto the Lord in spirit and in truth. Oh, listen to the people of God. Listen to the saints in the light. Listen to the church. And with power, raise your voices and sing in the spirit right now to the Lord. Yes, Sullivan, 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 Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit has just come down in this place. Keep on singing. Keep on singing. Yes. Oh, can you feel the presence of God that's in this place now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a praise offering now. You may take your seats, but I say this to you. If you tonight felt what was happening around you and heard what was happening around you, you were in a meeting like the early church. They had no instruments. They could not sing because the Romans would hear them and kill them. Or I know of historical events in church history where they actually burned the place down in fire. So you cannot even compare our modern age with that. It's like when we do what we've just done, Nobody gets the glory, only God. I said nobody gets the glory. It's only God. Give Jesus a praise of him. And here's the story. You can go home and you can go and do this in the presence of nobody but yourself and God alone. You don't need the latest gospel songs. I said you don't need a concert of so-and-so, special superstar that's coming in to play for the people and the crowds go wild because so-and-so is now singing and they have these people. It looks like rock bands of the world. That's not what it is. It's the intensity of a heart that is connected to the Almighty God and beginning to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth and releasing the power of miracles like a stream through your own life. Give Jesus a praise offering. Hallelujah. Now, having said all of that, I um, got to a place where I didn't expect myself to be. And um, we went in to, uh, I don't know where this computer is, not wanting to move now after that. It might be, might be like, all right, you do it that way, I'll do it this way. That works. She named with Leicester. One day, I, I think one of my kids, there was an old computer, I had an old computer, I just don't want to waste time on this, but, but uh, the computer would not work. And uh, Dad, the computer's not working. One of the kids, I don't know which one it was, could have been Marie, I don't know, one of the kids. And I walked up to the computer because one of my old computers. So I said, listen, the boss is here right now, you computer. In the name of Jesus, stop your nonsense. It worked. The thing worked. Amen. It's got to work. Now, Paul and Silas didn't even have this. Paul was writing part of this. And Peter and John and James, they were writing part of this. They never even had this. They didn't have a band. They were just singing together. Now, if I pull the band on platform tonight and we get like an organ sound out of there, and we go, hallelujah, and we begin to flow in the Spirit. This is what caused God to say, now as they ministered unto the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, now separate unto me Saul and Barnabas for the work whereunto I have ordained them. Now God takes Paul the apostle, he's called Saul, and now he, right at that point he becomes Paul the apostle from Saul to Paul. Now he goes out and immediately he starts touring through his missionary journeys through the world 
and touching city after city. Do you know how beautiful these places are? Have you got any idea? I worked through all the graphics and the stuff of all of these churches, and I see what happened at each and every one of those, uh, those places. And then I thought to myself, okay, here is something in here that contains a miracle. Let me take it like this. But at midnight, watch this now, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God at the midnight hour. And the, the prisoners were listening to them. Then suddenly, there was a great earthquake. Everybody say earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everybody's chains were loosed. They prayed. They did prayer. And that word where it says pray, it's the usual word for presenting pros, which is presenting requests to God. They prayed and they worshiped in hymns and they sang to God and prayed and sang. The next thing was, look at me now, earthquake. The Greek for that is seismos. So, all right, is that something unusual or is it something not unusual? Now, in Acts 4, like I said, I got these scriptures together actually for you, for those of you writing down. You need to write these things and always walk around with this book. How many of you know you need not be ashamed of this book? How many of you know this book can take care of you plus everything else around you? How many of you know this book is powerful? So I need to get it here and keep it right there. I even got two on the platform and the computer. When they had prayed in Acts 4.31, now having been let go, the apostles left, having been there uh, in front of the Sanhedrin and being threatened by them, having been let go, they went to their own, which means their own people, the saints in the light, the people saved. They went to their own and reported to them all the things which the Sanhedrin or the Jews had done unto them. In other words, all the threats and all of the stuff. Now they get together and they raise their hands. They were threatened. And now they raise their hands in one accord and watch this, Acts 4.31. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was what? That word there is again the same thing. There is a shaking that, went, that took place there. They're in a place and suddenly, now they're all filled with the Holy Spirit. And with the next chapter, and with great power, the apostles went forth and great miracles were wrought through the hands of the apostles. Many people were healed. Many demons came out. They were all delivered. But first, prayer and the place is shaken. Paul, prayer and singing hymns, ministering unto the Lord and the place is shaken. So this thing of the seismos, if you look at that, let me take you to another verse. Now, I want you to go with me to Acts chapter number 8. Here we see the same thing. And another angel, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar, and he was given much incense that he should offer it, an angel, with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar. This is Acts 8 and 3. 
the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne, and the smoke of the incense. Now, much incense that he should offer it, and the prayers of all the saints. Did I say something else? Oh, I was just testing everybody, yeah. I'm in trouble. All right, it's Revelation 8.3, sorry. How many of you got that? How many of you saw that? You all get so quiet here, so modest, you know. No, we didn't see anything but it's Revelation 8. I couldn't figure that one out. Let's take it again. Then another angel, Revelation 8.3, having a golden censer, came and stood at the altar, and he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne of God. Verse 4, And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer and filled it with fire from the altar, and he threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and what? Seismos, another earthquake. I began to see this thing here. Paul, he prays, he ministers to the Lord. Those apostles in Acts 4, the same thing. Revelation chapter 8, the same thing. When you pray, what you do not know is that you unleash power against the enemy, enemy that he cannot withstand. He has no answer to that. What you do not know, the amount of, can I express it in human terms of, of just this natural world, spiritual energy that's released. When your prayer life comes into focus and you begin to pray against certain things, or for certain things. And God gets in on the picture. Even at the midnight hour. He begins to help you. And I'll tell you what. I wonder how many earthquakes happened in the devil's camp. In these past 2,000 years. How many earthquakes. How many times. People caused a shaking. In the lives of other people that they were praying for. Because some people are stubborn until they get a shaking. Something shakes them out. So understand this, that it's very interesting that you have this shaking that goes on. There is a shaking. Now, with that being said, now there is something I want to get to. And that is that the apparent presence of holy angels when people pray. Now, this happened to me. This has literally happened to me just very early already in my life, my walk with God. But I want to, I'm going to take this, this book of Revelation or um, Hebrews uh, and I'm going to take chapter number 1 and I'm going to take chapter number four, uh, verse number 14. Hebrews 1 and 14. If I go there and I give it to you from the Amplified Bible. Talking about the angels. So number one, when you pray, there's a shaking in the land. Number two, you need not every man come along to you and now teach you to sing. You can sing better than any other person, even if they don't think so. You know, some people said they can't sing, but if they get in the shower, they sing. 
Now, Hebrews 1.14. Are not all the angels, watch this, this in the Amplifying Bible because it really brings out the Greek meaning here and that's what I love. Are not all the angels ministering spirits or serving spirits sent out by God to serve, accompany, protect those who will inherit salvation. Angels sent forth to serve, to accompany you, and to protect you, you people who will inherit the salvation through faith in Jesus Christ the Lord. And then it goes on here, and it says in the same verse in this Amplified Bible, of course they are. That's what they're busy doing. They're accompanying you. So in all of this, I mean, you know, you have this, this section of Scripture here in, uh, let me see here, in uh, the book of, let me just get it now. All right, I'll get it here, because in any way it's in my mind. So let me go to Acts chapter number 12. If we go to Acts chapter number 12, if you go with me to that, because there's so many verses in the Bible, I tell you. But Acts chapter number 12 is in my mind, it's very crystal clear now. But I want to read it to you. That at that time, there was a situation that happened. And about that time, Herod the king stretched out his hand, Acts 12, to harass some of the church. Then he killed James, the brother, brother of John, with a sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to seize Peter, the apostle, also. Now it was during the days of the unleavened bread. So when he had arrested him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four squads. That's four, four soldiers at a time. Two right there. As the habit was, they chained those soldiers to Peter and then there were two soldiers outside the door and they would go through the sessions and they would be finding relief with other new soldiers coming in all the time. Four squads of soldiers to keep him, intending to bring him before the people after Passover. Now, you already had killed some people. He killed James, the brother, brother of John with a sword. And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further. Now, I wanted to do the same thing to the apostle Peter. Peter was therefore, verse 5, kept in prison, but constant prayer. This word, constant prayer, in its construct, has got like, it's almost like an ascending, uh, uh, ascending, when you read it, either in the, the emphasis that it has, it's like an ascending intensity. As the church gets together, they cannot sing but they're praying, and they are praying constantly. They form the group, listen to this, was offered to God for him by the church. Now, when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping bound with two chains between two soldiers, I told you, and God's also before the door, keeping the Lord, um, keeping the prison. Now, verse 7, now behold, an angel of the Lord, there's the angel again, See, an angel of the Lord stood by him and a light shone in the prison and he struck Peter on the side and he raised him up saying, arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. 
I was thinking about just that, how God does that, because he controls all the atoms. He controls everything. So there was nothing for the Lord to do that. But notice the chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, gird yourself and tie your sandals. And so he did. And he said to him, put on your garment now and follow me. And it's not every day that you get an angel wake you up and say, come on, get dressed. Now, he's supposed to be killed the following day. He's sleeping like a baby. Because God had told him when he is old, he'll be led by his hand to go places where he didn't want to go or wouldn't like to go. But now he's still a young man and he's in prison. So this problem becomes the Lord's problem because the Lord said, you'll get old, but he's still young here. So now the, the thing is, now the devil comes along and says, well, you know what? You're not going to fulfill this thing that God has got with your life. And by the way, how do you fulfill the will of God in your life? Tell me that. If you think about it now, how do you fulfill the will of God? Just think. How do you fulfill the word of God, the will of God for your life? See this book here? It has many, many instructions, this one. See? And in this book, on every page, all the way through the book from Genesis to Revelation, there are instruction, instructions that we are to take. Things that we, we are commanded to do certain things. For example, we are commanded to love one another, even as Christ loves us. By this, you, God, all people will know that we are Christ's disciples because we abide in his word and we do his word. At any moment in time, to the measure of your knowledge of this book, if you do what the Bible says you must do, you're in the will of God. People have got like, you want to almost say like an airy fairy, one day in the future, you know I'm saved now, I'm going to go to heaven and I'm in the will of God if I'm in church, on Monday morning, I'm right out of the will of God for anything because I don't obey what's written here. I don't listen to the Holy Spirit. The pro I always say, to me, it's just a beautiful concept because this is the way I, I reverently understand the Holy Spirit. But I always liken him, part of the Godhead, as, as the perfect gentleman. He will not argue with you. He's not going to stand there and say, now, come on now. Now, you know what? You shouldn't be doing this, that, or the other. He speaks to you. And if you continue to ignore him, he gets quiet. And so Samson wished not that the Spirit of the Lord departed from him. But on the other hand, David wished, knew that the Lord had made him king. He was in the will of God. But the will of God unfolds from second to second, from minute to minute. The will of God is not just the future. One day in the sweet by and by I'll be I'll, be, I'll become um, this or that. I'll do this with my life. I've got all these dreams and visions. Let me tell you something. If I want to fulfill that, I've got to start here. That's the will of God. If I want to have God help me and support me, I've got to live right here according to this word. Now, the spiritual man judges all things, yet he is judged by no man. But the natural man does not understand the things of the Spirit of God. When you go into the world, you've got to go into the world with this book. We have an advantage because generations never had this book. So here we are, we've got this book. And we can say, Lord, you're there. I'm standing in your world. This day, I purposed and I prayed and I obeyed. The first thing is, through your prayers, you cause a shaking in the land of the devil. 
That shaking brings and cuts off and sets people free with their bondage and chains and all of these things. You cause a shaking. The second thing that happens is that if you sing to the Lord and you begin to worship God, but you've got to do it, I mean that you've got to do it because you want to do it, because you will to do it, and you intend to do it, you really want to do this. When you do that, the Lord does miracles in your life. I continue with the story. Let's quickly see that. This angel was real. The Bible says he followed the angel out. The door opened by itself of the prison. And in verse 9, so he went out and he followed him. He did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. Because the, the reality of visions, if you take the 21 levels of prophetic revelation, we get to the highest levels of vision. You cannot say what is if you're in the body or out of the body. You can't tell. It's like Isaiah in Isaiah 6, when he saw the Lord high and lifted up. That is so powerful. That is the highest level of vision, of revelation. When heaven itself opens to you, when you see these things, but you work through all these levels, God's got a level for your life wherever you are and find yourself. But you have to understand that you need to learn to pray. You need to, to, to learn to sing praise and worship. You need to know that you have to rest in the Lord. As Peter did very well, did that night. He just slept. He just slept. And the rest is all history. Because now an angel wakes him up. Everything just opens like that. He steps out on the street. And he's thinking now, you know, is this a vision? Did I have a dream? It's like a dream. But it's real. He was actually out. And even when he came there to the people of God, that they didn't even, at first they didn't even believe that it was Peter standing there by the door. So dear friends, the first thing I need to teach you and that I want you to do is I want, is Kurt there? Kurt, you come. And I want you to start constructing something like an organ sound. And we're going to, and he's going to be in the very background. He's not going to overwhelm anybody. But I want you tonight to practice ministering to God. I want you to forget about me. I can almost go and hide behind the curtain. I want you not to look at Kurt. I want you to listen to the sounds. At a given moment, I will call the rest of the band up and they could fill in all around that. Are you listening to me now? And so we can sing together as they did in the days of the Pentecost. From Pentecost to Patmos, God did all these things. Are you a worshiper in spirit and in truth? Do you think you can achieve that? Can you make a connection with God that God might hear you tonight and give you the breakthrough miracle that you deserve? See, these are men of miracles. And tonight, God has got a miracle for you. But in order to get there, let's get there where God is. Right now, I want everybody to, just where you are, begin to sing with me. Alleluia. Let's go with that. That's right, that's right. Now let us stand all together, raise your hands to the Lord.
Let's sing thank you, Jesus, now. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's right. Thank you. There we are. You're alone at home now. It's you and God. And you've got a need this night. You want to bring something to God's attention through your prayer life. And tonight you're saying, you're saying, thank you, Jesus, for what He'll do for you. It is no secret what God can do. What He does for others, He can do for you. this song right now. Hallelujah. I want you to think of God and God alone right now. Discouraged, really suffering. If you feel tonight that you really want God's help in your life and you come forward and worship here, here in the presence of the Lord, do it right now. As ye desperatus, as ye wil deerbrake, ye drechtig die Heere sy hulp nodig in jou leven. You needing God's help in your life then come to the front and right here step forward to the platform people behind you find yourself a place and let the band lead you now come right forward to the platform step forward people wanting to come in behind you let the ushers help me here for a moment
Hallelujah. For thus says the Lord, even to you in this night, in quietness and in a peaceful state, and in my presence, there will be the fullness of your joy. I will fulfill your heart's desires, even the deepest desires of your night. In the night, in the daytime, in the midnight, in the storm, I am the Lord over the storms of your life. I will bring you out of the place of the heavy burden. I will bring you to the place of the revelation. I will say unto you, this is the way that you should walk. And you will walk in that way. And the Lord will guide you and my eyes shall be continually upon you. But you shall worship the Lord your God. And you shall give me glory, says the Lord. Honour me with all of your life and obey my word that it may be well with you in the land of the living. For I have a destiny and many got stuck in the now. Many got stuck right here. Many have given up. They've given up hope. They felt that they couldn't go any further. Many of you here are indeed of a broken heart. But didn't I say that I will give you the oil for joy? and a garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Didn't I say to you when I spoke in Nazareth, and I said these words, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to bring good news. I will bring good news into every area of your life. But open up, says the Lord, for the world around you is going down. Darkness is increasing. But as true as I live, says the Lord, even as darkness increases, even as sin abounds, grace shall abound much more. For I've died on the cross for you. I've gone through things that you do not understand. But I am He who came to save you and I love you. I have bought you with my own blood. How is it then that you cannot trust in me in every circumstance? Do not walk one path on a Sunday or on the day of the Lord and then walk quite another path for the rest of your life. For the Lord your God would work with you and walk with you and stay with you all the days of your life. And I want to be close to you. And I want you to to approach me and to draw near to me. As you draw me near to me and you seek me with all of your might, all of your heart, you will find me if you search for me with everything within you. I will be found by you. Indeed, I will be found by you. But I want you to know this day that many are not praying as they used to pray. When it came to their lives, when it came to the things they do, they're not praying as they used to pray. This night, I call you back to the fire of prayer. This night, I want to transform your life through your own prayers. This night, I want to bless you and give you the breakthrough that you succeed, that you will have a prosperous life and a blessed journey. For many are stuck in this world. They're not thinking ahead of time. They do not know what is coming upon the world. They do not come and say to me, Lord, what can I do that you will save me from this present evil day in which we live? But the Lord says, I will deliver you and you will honor me and I will help you in the day of your need. I will be there for you. 
But this night the Lord says to you, pray to me, pray to me and give yourself no rest. Give yourself no rest. But come to me, says the Lord, that I may see your faith. See that your heart is with me. See by the manner of your conduct that you are truly committed to me. And I will come to you, says the Lord, and I will break down all those strongholds that the enemy has set up against you. I will set you free. I will break the chains. I will bring you to a place where you are in the open and once again can say, I can breathe. I feel I've had my breakthrough and I'm full of confidence and I am full of the Holy Spirit. I can tell others and you will be a testimony of me, says the Lord in the days to come. Give Jesus a praise offering right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Here's the two there. Both of you have tried to figure things out. Been around a long time. You've been in the house. You've been faithful. You've been found faithful. But though you've been found faithful, you've gone into a season of frustration. You're in a place where you say to yourself, Lord, is it only this? Is this my portion? The Lord says, I've got far more for you than what you expected. Far more. You must think wide and open your mind to what God can do. As mentioned earlier tonight, the Lord said through a song, it is no secret what God can do, what He's done for others, He'll do for you. Can you say amen? And there is a, a physical disturbance that threatens to make you unstable. But the Lord says, I'm stabilizing you. You know what I'm talking about. God says, I am stabilizing you. I shall be the stability of your times. Look no more to the left, right, up and down. I will stabilize you. That's what the Lord says. He will bless you and strengthen you exactly where you need it. Give the Lord a praise offering. Right Hallelujah. You, sir, there is something about you that make other people respect it. God has brought you to a place. There are other people that respect what you say. But the Lord is putting a word on your mouth and He's filling your heart with His Spirit. And He's bringing you to, you, you to the point of a revelation of what He'd have you do with your life. Because the meager things are not going to be important to you anymore. But you will have, you literally will thrive to do the will of God in your life. And like I said, the will of God you do every day of the week. A lot of people think it's something there only for there or for there, but it's for every day, it's for all the time. You'll find yourself in the will of God. Then the Lord will open the scroll of revelation to you. The scroll, I see a scroll opening in front of you and you're reading it and you're taking it in, you're assimilating it in your mind, and you're changing lives, plenty of lives. Does it make sense to you now? Amen. Raise your hands to the Lord. Give the Lord a praise off it right now. Amen. Blessed be His holy name now and forevermore. Now, you know what? There's a situation, somehow you were hurt in your back and there were pains in your back. God is, just take my hand like that. God is touching your back tonight 
and is taking that plight away for the rest of your life, you will not suffer from those back aches. Amen. God has touched you and He has healed you. But there is more. There's like a, it's like a, a spirit that has come against you and tried to cause you to become depressed. Though you are actually a person that loves to talk and you love to speak to people, you love to converse. But that spirit is trying to bring you into a state of depression. Now God says the joy of the Lord is going to be your strength. God says this night, no more depression. God says this night, I give you a sign. This is my word to you. You will be healed in your back and it will spread to all of your body. And you will say it's a new beginning because God did so. Not man, God did so. So give glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You're looking with great expectancy, but you see, the thing with you is that there's, I see a new calendar unfolding in front of you. It's like you, it's like, um, it's like um, you, your, your forward planning is changing. Okay? Because you know you have to. Because you know that you were there and you need to get there with God and fast. So in order to achieve that, the Lord says, I'm going to rewrite your calendar. Look at it again. Start managing your time to be with me. Not with things that forever come into your mind and your mind goes wild because there's a problem here, there's a problem there, there's a problem everywhere. God says, stop that. God says, consecrate now. Because I will write your forward picture, your forward history. It's in my hands. And the storms indeed will be stilled in that day. And you will say, Lord, even as the presence and the Spirit of God's on you now, you will say, Lord, it could only have been you as things come into place. And the forward day of your life becomes a pleasure to live because you have stirred yourself up to walk with God. Give the Lord a praise offering everyone. Amen. 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 Just give me your hand here. Just give me your hand. And let the power of God come to every part of your joints because there is something in your body that has kept you captive. And you know what you can do, but you're not able to, to get there. You're not able to achieve that. But the Lord says tonight, it is like the scripture says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. God says, by my spirit. I will teach you to walk with God. I will teach you the ways of the Holy Spirit. I will come into your life and change both you and your family. And there will be financial breakthrough that comes to you in the day forward. In the day forward, just help there, please. Power of God's honor now. Just, I need the ushers to stay with me. Stay with me for a moment. Stay with me. You over there, this little girl over here, just come forward for a moment. Is he? How old are you now? You're 23. Now, as far as you and your life is concerned, you're going to find and discover God in little things that'll speak to you louder than to other people. You're going to see the presence of, the God, of, of God 
manifest in your life in things where you never expected that they fall in place like that. For the Lord has given you a gift. Yeah, there's not just one gift. There are three gifts, prime gifts in your life. Three. And the Lord, the first gift will enhance the second, will cause the third to come into being. And then the creative force of the Lord will start working through your life. So from a young age, if you serve God, you will achieve much. Now, don't look at other people to approve what you're doing. Just look at God to approve what you're doing. Because there's some strong cross currents of people that you've been with. And I hear them talking in your ears. They're talking in your ears. There's that, come this, come that. But God says, I'm going to show you a new way. You understand what I'm saying to you? God says, I'm going to show you a new way. And He's unleashing a gift to you. You'll know what it is. In fact, it's active already. That'll cause the second one to come into play. And the third one, it'll be the cause of your life. It'll be the destiny of your life. And you will bear much fruit. Give God another praise offering right now. Hallelujah. Blessed be His holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. These people that came forward for a moment, just take, take your place. And for the rest of the church, let the band sing now. Sing a good worship song or a praise song, whatever you want to, because the Spirit is not through. The Holy Spirit's still moving. The Holy Spirit is here tonight. The Holy Spirit is here tonight. That's right. Let's all sing this together. joint of somebody on the right hand, on the right side, in your shoulder. It's been uncomfortable. You hurt your shoulder. These things happen in life. Maybe you fall. Maybe you slip. But in the shoulder. And you could not even properly raise your hands like I'm doing now. Now in this moment, with the Spirit of God upon you, if you do that, you'll find that it's now gone. You can move with your arm. Just move with your arms. There's, is that one there? Okay, where's the other? There's more. There are more. Wave with your hand. There's another one there. No, but I, I really need you to wave with your hand because God is touching people and He's touching you in the shoulder and the stiffness, that movement that was not comfortable now becomes comfortable. Just do that right now and wave with your hand to the Lord and the Lord will touch you. There's a good one there. There's another one there. 
there's another one there, just touch. That man at the back with a white shirt, you're standing there, you've got a beer, you. This is the time that everything comes together for you in a great way. God has taken your life. Now your day ahead of you will, things will fall into place like that. And you will say, this is only God. But you know what? You've walked a long road with the Lord. But you know what? The Lord knows you all together. But you know what? At times you felt like you wanted to give it up, but God never said to you to give it up. He said to you, move on. And tonight you're moving on. And in fact, you become fruitful even in the house of God. You will say, is it possible for me to do that also? God says, you will do that also. For within you this night is birthed a prayer, is birthed a desire, is birthed a faith, the spirit of faith to achieve things for God. You will do it, you will see, and all your life will fall into place from here forward. Even though things have gone wrong in the past, now God sorts it out. Can you say amen? Give the Lord another praise of it. Now, those people with the arms that were, you had sore arms and you had it in the shoulder. Where are you? Just wave with your hand if you, if you. there's one over there. Is that, is, is that normal to her to be able to do that? Say again. I can't hear her at all. Did her husband speak to me? It was? It was stuff. Do you feel it's loose now? Yep, there we are. Now, there's more. There's more. There's more. There is more. Where's the other? Um, there's one at the back there. Do you feel a difference in your arm? Is it very clear to you that it's, is it better now? Do that with both your hands. There we are. All right. Anybody else? There's another one right in front of me there. And you too, because that's the anointing that breaks the yoke tonight on each and every one in this place. Can you say amen? Let's sing one more song to the Lord. Go ahead.
man. It's the strangest ever thing. I never know what God does next. I really don't. I really don't. But singing the song now, there came a presence of the Lord upon me that I'm standing here, I'm aglow. And I'm thinking, now Lord, the presence of God is here. And the Lord, I might be full and, uh, you know, through with, with what I wanted to do for tonight. But the presence of the Lord is powerfully upon me now. And someone is healed in your stomach tonight. You've been battling with an ulcer. And the Lord has taken that stomach pains away from you. Now, as I speak the word, if it's you, just receive that. If it's you, a man who had had a stroke, stood in the, in the back of the church. And I made a similar prophetic. And he said, that is when I spoke that. He said, that's for me. And he was healed on the spot. Somebody who had a stroke. Not a problem to God. Not a problem to God. Okay, just let me do this. Anybody who has a poor hearing in one of your ears, that you feel your ear, like your, your hearing is not good. Your hearing is not good. And you're battling to hear. Then there's a man who does that. You can come to me because you Okay, you too. You can come to me and we'll, Okay, okay. Those that want to... Okay. Come standing in front here. Church, do you believe God can touch their ears? Come forward to me. Come forward. Which ear is that? Okay, okay. Would you mind to sit for a second and let the Lord just move here before I let the people go? Okay. Gloe die Heere kan jou genees. Ja. Ja, absoluut gloe dit. Okay. Vergeef jy alle mense wat in jou gesonde het. Jy doen dit, sonder om te skroom. Sommer nie daar. Ja. En sy sê ja. Now, what we'll do here is this. Deaf ear. Open in Jesus Christ's name. Can you wear? Can you wear? Try on. Can you wear? Come out, you deaf spirit, in the name of Jesus, that curse is now broken. Can you wear? Say thank you, Jesus. There we are. Jy lyk vir my soos een rugby speler. Nie meer nie. Ek word die sprongwok uitgewen. Ek kon nie kyk, because to me, I just cannot be with rugby and be with God. It's just no way. That thing just doesn't work with me. I played rugby in my life, but I cannot, the Lord won't allow me. So ek luister maar so op afstand. Van tyd tot tyd, hoor ek hier nie. I heard today that they won. So that's good.
You believe God can touch him? How many of you believe God can touch him? Come out, you spirit of deafness. Loose him and let him go in the name of Jesus. Open in Jesus' name. Can you hear? Mark you out, die word too. Good too, we're ordentlijk. Or moet you hele hand op het sit, maak die saak die man amie. Can you hear? 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 Draai om. Sê vir my een. Twee. Seven. Acht. Ek kan hoor. Met my oor. Halleluja. Come out, you spirit. In Jesus' name, loose him and let him go. And you there on that ear. There is the power of God's honor already. This is like a familiar spirit that's coming to the family here. This thing has been hanging around and it attacks the people of the family. And so this is just nonsense. Can you say amen? Come out in Jesus' name. Let it go in the name of Jesus. And you little one. Come forward. Come forward. Which ear? Both. You agree with me? Come out in Jesus' name. Loose her and let her go. Look at me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Raise your hands if you can hear. See the power of God's on her. Install on her. She feels the presence of the Holy Spirit here in the front. There we are. Be set free from this bondage. Uh, it's like a spirit of intimidation that made her do what she would not do and that she should not do but could not withstand because of the circumstances. She suffered much because of this. That spirit has no further part in her life. Come out and go in Jesus' name. And you set free in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a praise offering, everyone. Come forward. What word is that? Huh? Ringing. Ringing. Come nader. Nader on the platform. Come nader. Jelle like nie een as of jelle wil huis toe gaan nie. I mean, you, this crowd looks like they would stay here till 10 o'clock tonight. Amen. Now you know that story about the Apostle Paul that preached all the way to midnight and the man fell out of the window. And Paul said, okay, it's time for a break. Let's quickly go pray for that man. Prayed for him and continuing yet a long time after that, even unto daybreak, Paul spoke to them. I would have it too. If Paul's a preacher, I'm listening. Come out in Jesus' name. Let him go. You deaf ear in the name of Jesus. Loose him and let him go in Jesus' name. Mag to die oor. Mag to die oor. To. Can you hear? Can you hear? Can you hear? God bless you. And you. And I were. Come nader. 
kom nader. She doesn't talk much, this one. She never talks much. She just has made up her mind to winning the battles of life. She just lives like that. She's quiet. She's on her own. She's worked out everything in detail concerning what she has to do from day to day. And you know what? The Lord loves her. And you know what? The Lord will support her and bless her. And she will make a success of her life. Can you say amen? Come out in Jesus' name. There we are. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Give the Lord another praise offering. Now I'll close with this. There are nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Word of wisdom, word of knowledge, the setting of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy, faith, the working of miracles, and the gifts of healings. Let me try that again. Word van weisheid, word van kennis, onderscheiding van geeste, taal en interpretatie van taal en prophecy, geloof die werking van krachten en genadegaves van gezond maken. Nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, we've only seen very little here tonight. It is time to ignite the gifts of the Spirit in the Sunday night services. Yeah, you're in agreement. Give the Lord a praise offering. That's right. It is time. It is time. It is time to launch a revival in this nation. Amen. It is time to know that God's got nine ways of working just there. God will answer your prayers, will bless your life, regardless of what the devil ever wanted to do. He will not succeed no weapon formed against you shall prosper. God will give you wisdom and breakthrough power. And so, shall we ignite the move of the Spirit on a Sunday night? Do you want that? If you really, how many of you want that? Oh my goodness, like 100% of the people. Right, Pastor George, will you come forward? What's going on there? That poor little lady there. Shame. Ons man lief vir die mense nie. Ek hoop jylle is lief vir mekaar. Amen. I'm battling to say goodnight to you. I really am, really am. Okay, I'll do one more thing. Because it's just here in my spirit. Person, you've been to a fortune teller told you your fortune, somebody who is a diviner, a pro, brought the spirit upon you and your life is dear Makar. It's confused now because you had your fortune told and there was a spirit there that probed your environment and now is causing misery, misery in your life. If such a person is willing to and you raise your hand, I'll make a prayer for you. Right now, you had your fortune told. You had your fortune, iemand die your fortune vertel. It was a diviner. Where is that person? Where? No, not him. It's not him. Where is the other one? There. Come. Come. So from next Sunday night, we're going to ignite the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. We're going to launch a new movement with God in the Spirit. Who told your fortune? Yes, and how? 
just sat there and talk, spoke to you. Tarot cards. Hallelujah. This is the devil's spell. Good night. All right. And tonight, do you want free? Do you want out? Do you want freedom of the Holy Spirit? I want one of the pastors here that'll come, any one of the pastors, talk to this man. Look at me. Come closer to me. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior? Yes. Indeed you do. Say, Jesus is Lord. Say, I honor the blood of Jesus. Now raise your hands. Say, and I forgive all people who sin against me. And say, I repent of my own evil, all my deeds that were wicked before God. Okay, raise your hands towards him. I break this curse on this man's life and set him free forevermore that he could serve God now. And he can, because I see that he battles to read. He can't read like he should read. His reading is poor because this thing is causing confusion of mind. Come out, you spirit, and never return to him. I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and I break the curse of the tarot card and the fortune telling. In Jesus' name, can you say amen? amen. Give God a good praise offering tonight. Come on, shout hallelujah. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up His countenance over you, be gracious to you and give you peace. In the name of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. All God's people said, Amen. Amen. Quickly say, I love Jesus. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.